want to erase every piece of you from my life and make sure that you know that I no longer need you, I no longer want you, and I fucking hate you. I would rather die a million deaths from every thug in this city than be associated with you. <laughs> right. Because that wow. is true female vengeance. Men watch out. Welcome back to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. This is our trial series, where we look at the evidence and discuss the facts of a movie. We then pass judgment and share our verdict with you. I'm your host, J.J. Crowder, and I'm here with my co-host, Javier Ortiz. What's up, nerds? And today we have two special guest hosts. We have Nicole Ortiz. Hello. Welcome to this safe and unsafe place. That's true. That is true. And Casey Ridge. Yeah, it's definitely not safe. <laughs> not safe. And whose fault is that? Apparently, it's my fault. Well, everything is, Javier. You I would just like that. to say that Casey started this out by saying, fuck you. So. Uh, you like to start out by deep-throating. <laughs> the mic, okay? <laughs> it's important to be specific. To warm up my vocals. And welcome to our most explicit podcast in record. All right, so the movie we're discussing today is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. So it was released in February of this year. Uh, Birds of Prey was directed by Kathy Yan and di- written by Christina Hodson. It stars Mago. R- Mar- Mago? Here we go again. <laughs> Every time we do this, I mess up a name. Margot Robbie in her return to Harley Quinn, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Journey Smollett Bell um, as the eventual Birds of Prey, Renee Montoya, Huntress, and Black Canary. Ella J. Bosco as the pickpocket Cassandra Kane. Chris Messina as the sociopath Victor Zass, and Ewan McGregor as Roman Sionis, or the Black Mask. I love him so much. Do you really? I, do. I hate I Ewan McGregor <laughs> so hard. I so love hard. Him. Ding, ding. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get a synopsis. You didn't get to interrupt me this time. No. It was Nicole. I waited. I know. Somebody had to, right? I was filling those shoes. (laughs) All right. So it's open season on Harley Quinn when her explosive breakup with the Joker puts a big fat target on her back. Unprotected and on the run, Quinn faces the wrath of narcissistic crime boss Black Mask, his right-hand man Victor Zass, and every other thug in the city. But things soon even out for Harley when she becomes unexpected allies with three deadly women, Huntress, Black Canary, and Renee Montoya. So, we're going to go in spoiler-free first, guys. I want to hear what you guys thought of this movie, what you liked, what you didn't, but don't give anything away. Then we'll break into spoiler territory after we warn these good folks to not listen anymore if they haven't seen it. So, Javier. Got it, got it, got it. Got what'd you think? Okay. Spoiler-free. This was a baller movie, and you and McGregor is a god. So. <laughs> He's trying to start the fight right out the gate. Great movie. Awesome. Nicole. I really liked it a lot. I thought it was really colorful, and I really loved all of the action sequences. Um, I love Margot Robbie. I have a crush on her for sure, for sure, and I love Ewan McGregor. So both of those two people, I got a lot of eye candy. just happened for me. It was good. I was right next to you the whole time. And you also were great in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I was, I was wearing PJs <laughs> while we're watching it. That's why. To yeah. be fair, I was just watching the screen, you know, and you weren't on the screen. I love you so much. <laughs> All right, Casey, what do you think? Besides the fact that Javier is definitely gonna have to deep throat later, <laughs> dude. If for real, if that's on the table with you and McGregor, like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, we already talked about Denzel in one episode. So. <laughs> to be honest, I went in thinking I was going to hate it. 
Mm. I I am a true feminist and I do not love female driven superhero characters. So I was not prepared to like it, but I Isn't was like pleasantly surprised. Isn't that like the opposite surprised. of what you should like? Should yeah. you be like a fan of Yeah. That? Just oh. on principle alone, I should be, but I'm not. Oh, okay. But I was. Is it I just because it's like forced? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like Captain Marvel forced? Yeah. Ooh, that was definitely that was a bad movie. So, but I ended up, I did like it. I wouldn't say that I was in love with it, but I did like it. That's good. Yeah. I loved it. I thought yeah. it was fantastic. I love Margot Robbie. I also huge crush on Margot Robbie. I went and saw this movie as a career. I thought I wasn't going to like it because, yeah, it's DC hasn't been my favorite comic movie makers yet. Like live action movies? Yeah, like none of their live but action movies. But they've got have... a lot of good movies now. I wouldn't uh, say a lot. Do they've they? got a couple. They've got this one. They've got Joaquin Phoenix Joker. They have all three Christian Bale Batman movies. They have Shazam. They have Wonder Woman. They're coming out with Wonder Woman 2. Like, dude. Okay, more than I thought. You're, yeah. you're not wrong. There's Wonder a couple Woman there I would question. Yeah, I love Are Wonder you? Woman. Yeah, she didn't love Wonder I was so bored. What? That's another one that I went to watch. Because of the actress. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Oh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. I love her too. Gal Gadot is Beautiful. Mm. Fantastic. Want to be like her? But I, yeah, she's not giving her justice. And I anyway, like Chris <laughs> Pine too. But anyway, yeah. So I, I went thinking, yeah, because I love Margot Robbie. She's a great actress. Everything she does, I enjoy. But turns out, I really like this movie in spite of what I thought yeah, I was going to think. So, but I'm, I love Ewan McGregor. She hates the fact that I love Ewan McGregor, but I do. But I didn't love him in this movie, which we'll talk about. Okay, so there's our spoiler free. Seems all of us enjoyed it, whether we thought we would or not. From this point on, there will be spoilers. So if you have not seen this movie and you do not want spoilers, stop the podcast, go watch the movie, come back, listen from here. But seriously, go watch it. Yeah, you should go watch it. If you're still listening, you don't care about spoilers, welcome to Spoilerville. So let's talk about it now. Who wants to get started? What are your thoughts? Oh, Casey. Yeah, dude. Right now. It is the the biggest fuck you to an old boyfriend on the planet. And honestly... It is what every woman wants to do post breakup because it's not enough. Blow like, up their factory. Yeah, I just don't want to break up with you. I want to erase every piece of you from my life and make sure that you know that I no longer need you. I no longer want you and I fucking hate you. And she did that. She I did. would rather die a million deaths from every thug in this city than be associated with you. <laughs> right. Because that wow. is true female vengeance. Men watch out. That's a perspective that I didn't... Because I, I get the whole blow some shit up to say, you yeah. know, I hate your ass. But getting murdered by every thug in the city wow. instead of being associated, that's a level of shit that I just can't... You know, a lot, of, a lot of text from ex-girlfriends make a lot more sense now with that Ooh. perspective. It's an interesting You're concept. welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks for clearing that shit up. <laughs> See, this is why we wanted them here for this, is to bring that extra perspective, because we'd be fumbling around like a couple of knuckleheads trying to talk about this shit. I was a little disappointed not to see Jared Leto in this movie. And I, I knew wasn't. going into it that I wouldn't see him. Yeah. I was a little disappointed, though. I wasn't. Why do you need Jared Leto? Because he's a baller. Did you see Suicide Squad? Did you? Yeah. Did you see her in Suicide Squad? Oh, no, Squad? no. Don't get me wrong. I he came, was in Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad for what? Like 10 minutes? I came for Margot. Yeah, yeah. You want to continue down that path? <laughs> Who hasn't? No. Deep throating coming for Margot Robbie. It's not what I meant. I watched the movie for Margot Robbie, not Jared Leto. I was just like, I would have liked to see him, like another interaction between the two of them. You know. That's, so that's what? All. She could like junk punch him and watch him yeah, on the ground. That would have been awesome. Why? She did enough of that. See, I yeah. didn't need that. 
I'm okay that he was. In fact, I'm actually glad he wasn't because it would have been the Jared Leto show. Like it was That's fair. coming okay. up to see Suicide Squad. Everybody cares about the Joker. That name alone invokes nerd boys orgasm for days. And so the fact that he wasn't in it, I didn't have to deal with the lead up to it, which I really appreciated. All right. Okay. Yeah. This is all about female empowerment, right? Yeah. I'm you've all got, about females being empowered. Yeah. Female cast. You've got all the songs were female. Yeah. None of them were men. There was only one. I I that had, that had a man in it. Well, no. Barry White had a song. Oh, on it, okay. But that was the only one. And then there was a feature with a rapper that was in it. But everything else was, was female music. And the, let's talk about the soundtrack for a second. It was so fun. amazing. It was so fun. It was so good. And it was perfect. Like, they fitted in with the exact mood of every moment of the movie. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it was great. I, I will that. say that this was a much better, like, female empowerment movie than anything Marvel's done so far. Oh, absolutely. Like, my biggest beef with Marvel's in Endgame, and they have that stupid scene where, like, all the women in Marvel get together to, like, run the gauntlet to the to the van. Yeah. Immediately after after Captain Marvel, like, busted through a warship like yeah. she doesn't need anyone's help i'm like sorry she doesn't need any of like the wakanda's chicks help you yeah know, whatever but i understand they did it because you know they had tickets to sell sure this movie on the other hand was awesome because i loved watching women beat up men for two hours like that was the coolest thing ever it was for the badass because they were all billy badasses mm-hmm. yeah so that's the one thing missing out of marvel but oh, it's not the one thing <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but you care more about you care more about the Marvel characters than you do about the DC characters. I care in, about in my opinion. more watching the Marvel characters die, that's for sure. <laughs> than the DC characters. That's dark. Yeah, I mean like I mean, we're not talking about Marvel. We should well, though, we we will, I'm sure at some point. They are garbage movies. <laughs> You're it's, a fucking garbage. It's literally the same movie twenty two times. <laughs> okay, we're not here to talk about Marvel. Let's let's get back on anyway, track here. Raining it back in. Birds of prey. That's why you keep me around. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, also, you and McGregor, so dope. No, he was a great uh, blackface. <laughs> oh yeah, he was awesome. Black you and McGregor Mask, in oh, every yeah, single Black thing Mask. that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> no one was blackface in this film, just to be clear. Wow. Black Mask. It was on his face, okay? You anyway. and McGregor will always be a whiny little bitch. In every role that he plays, he's a whiny bitch. What? And I can't get past it. I can't. Even in this one, he wasn't the true villain. Zass was the true villain. Zass is the creepy one that you don't want walking up behind you. Yeah, but in the animated movies, that's how Black Mask is, too. He's just, like, whiny and erratic, and he sends people. He just, like, throws a fit in his office and has other people go do stuff for him. So with that in mind, I think you and McGregor did great. I could have watched very many other actors be whiny. And I think it was partly because it was so over the top. Like, that was... I get that Black Mask is a whiny baby. Like, I'm I'm familiar with the cartoons. I'm familiar with the comics. And he is. He's a whiny, cries a lot, and he's really weird. But he... Yeah, Ewan McGregor took it so over the top. There was one moment at the end, like, when he starts crying because she betrayed him. Because Canary betrayed him. At the very end, when he doesn't talk. If he would just be a whiny little dude without talking so much... I think I'd have been better. That was a little weird because in the animated series, he just kills people. Yeah, like in his office, he'll just like strangle them. Yeah, and like break this one he throws pillows. Right, <laughs> that was a little weird. Yeah, Nicole, I'm gonna put you on the spot. We haven't heard from you. I know. Since I'm just having so much fun listening, <laughs> listening to you guys. Sorry, it's the danger of the podcast. It is. It is, and I accept that danger when I sat down. Uh, talking about the characters, I I was I went into this movie 
prepared and expecting to see Margot Robbie fight a bunch of people and murder a bunch of people because that and that's what I was expecting in the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn way um and I it did not disappoint however because the movie was so focused around her and like she's narrating and it's all about kind of her her development her character development there was really none of that from everybody else so like I really only cared about her in the entire movie so most of the other characters did not really have I didn't really have like a major opinion about just because you got is you know Black Mask and Huntress you got a little bit of their their backstory but that was about it and so I didn't really care about them at all during the movie. I also like that they didn't take the Huntress's backstory like seriously at all. It's like the most depressing one. It is the most depressing. I think it was just goofy because she she kind of invented this persona for herself and people were just like, nah, that's no. Like her backstory was valid and super depressing, but what she decided to do with it it just seemed a little silly and people didn't take it seriously. I thought that was really funny that they didn't because I also didn't. If they didn't in the movie, I also would be like, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> JJ has some serious oh, opinions God. about Huntress. She's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, She's she super uncomfortable. Me, like I was, I've seen this twice now and both times I'm like, please stop talking. I thought that was I, on purpose. Is, it's crazy. It, it is. is. Yeah. It very much She's is. trying you to live with a socially awkward human being. very true. Namely me. Oh, I'm like, are you the socially awkward one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't pick up on social cues, and plus, I don't give a shit. So for me, I really adored yeah. that character because she's like me in a movie. Yeah, he hated her. I did. We came out, and I was like, I hated what they did with Huntress because it made me squirm in my seat, and I was like, I don't like doing that. She goes, that was the point. I was like, I get that, that was the point. She goes, yeah, but it's me. And I'm like, Shit. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I made yourself into a corner there, buddy. I like you. I <laughs> <laughs> because I have so many redeeming qualities. <laughs> hey, to me, you do. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, it's just, she sits and stares at people the whole time. And then she like makes a comment. And this is Huntress, not Casey. So <laughs> Though, Casey I don't know. I sure <laughs> <can> do that. <laughs> I could out you right now, but I won't. Uh, oh, please do. Please, please do. What? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. So I, we'll I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. Oh, really? I really don't. Because if you don't, then I'll eye contact. Do I make bad eye contact? Do no. I? Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just remembered. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're good. Anyway, <laughs> moving, moving on. on. <laughs> so is is that Hunter? Fuck you both. <laughs> we used to work together. We talk about things. That was funny. Anyway. Sorry. I'll uh, tell you later because otherwise I'm going to No, die. you definitely shouldn't. I have to later. now because it came up. <sighs> okay. All I said was that sometimes you make a lot of eye contact. Sometimes. All the time. Every time I've ever met you. <laughs> kind of like right now. Yeah, like right now. <laughs> and I don't see like that. I don't yeah. know what to do. So I look away and I look down <laughs> and I look back and you're still staring at me. It's just, I feel like it's a sign of respect. Do you really want me to, like, look at the ceiling? Because that's fucking awkward. Maybe blink would be nice. (laughs) I can win a steering contest. What do you want from me? No, but the best part was that when he said it, it was so much eye contact. In all caps. No, but it was was great because I was like, I get it. I live with her, so I'm very aware. This was all over text. And JJ's like, yeah, I just told her you said that. I was like, no, what? Why would you say that? For that reaction right there. Yeah, he did not tell me. Yeah. It was my It's a fair point. It is. But, so something I really liked about this, this was like DC's equivalent to Deadpool 
only they did it better, in my opinion. And I love Deadpool. Don't get me wrong. Both Deadpool movies were so much fun. But the fact that she, that Harley Quinn is constantly breaking the fourth wall, even with like a look to the screen. Mm-hmm. There's a couple times where she just looked at the screen. And I was like, this is like so Deadpool-esque. Oh my God. Can we talk about that? Uh, you know, so like mid-movie, the bad guys catch her. They're about to kill her. And then she's like, whoa, wait, get in my pocket. And the first time they pull something out of the pocket, Javier JJ, did you know what that was? You know I didn't know what that was until you uh, told me. I don't oh, even remember. I don't even remember what it was. I remember that scene. I don't remember what they pulled out of her pocket. Yeah. And it's funny because you're dudes and you wouldn't know. So the first part that they get into, they pull out a tampon and he drops it. And then she looks and just like shrugs her shoulder and smiles at the <laughs> right camera. At the I mean, I know and what And then a she's like, other like. pocket. It was so funny, but I think it was lost on both of you. Well, no, it was so split second that... I mean, if you were to hold up a tampon in my face, it'd be like, oh, that's a tampon. Right. But when he pulls it out and then he's immediately like drops it. Yeah, I'm not like conditioned to see those out. Other pocket. When it's like Margot Robbie and a tampon on the screen, like, I'm going to look at Margot Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair point. Well, she's giggling the whole time, both times we watch it, that that happened. And I'm like, I don't get what was so funny. He pulled something that was the wrong thing out of her pocket, but I didn't recognize what it was. And we get in the car and she goes, do you know what she pulled out of her, he pulled out of her pocket? I'm like, no, it was a tampon. I'm like, oh. So I see why you were laughing. <laughs> so yeah, but that yeah, she does. She looks at the screen a lot and does this whole thing like and I just loved it. But I made that comparison. I was like, I didn't think anybody could top Deadpool, out Deadpool, Deadpool, but they did with this movie, in my opinion. Dude, she I Margot Robbie does so well as Harley Quinn. Oh. And I really like that they brought back a lot of the like classic tropes. Like they have her her like mm-hmm. sledgehammer, yeah. like a little wooden mallet. They they have her bat, like her uh, rollerblades and stuff. That was so fun, and the way that she used all those props was so fun to watch. Can we? Can I just say the fun gun? I want a fun gun. Oh my god! Yes. Oh, like the, the the gun she uses in the yeah, police the, like, station. Bag. Yeah, fun or the gun glitter or, or the, like the pink and blue smoke. Like the, oh, that god. was by far and away the best scene in the movie. That was a I cool agree. scene. Yeah. It was probably one of the top like action sequences of all time. Like I get, so, oh yeah, especially that first half when she walks in and she's like. Hello, boys. Just, just starts, starts unloading. Yeah. And the one big fat cops tries to run away. She's like, run, piggy, run. <laughs> just, like, the shit she says in this movie, and she just cackles. Like she'll hit somebody and go, <laughs> and it, the, the laugh is so perfect. Oh, that oh, yeah. creepy clown laugh? Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like, the, it's better than the Joker's ever oh, yeah. has been. And I, just, I was, yeah, it's so good. But that sequence, all three portions of that fight scene, the first and then in the jail cell with all the water and then the end when she's sitting by the, the cocaine and they shoot the cocaine and the she sh- just sniffs oh, it. Yeah. so funny. Her eye get- and then she goes crazy. And Which, then- is that a thing? Do police stations just have pallets of cocaine? They have pallets of drugs in, when they in do. In evidence, yeah. yeah in evidence really? lockers, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's probably a bit of a stretch, but they, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they keep uh, evidence little crates of drugs if, however much they take so for someone like me who doesn't have had just before the suicide squad in this movie zero exposure to who harley quinn was i don't i didn't read the comics so that this was my exposure to who she is i felt like that scene told me basically everything i needed to know about her and it was and there was no narration there was no exposition i was just like all right yeah i i get this well, and it was the same way in the first, in the Suicide Squad, yeah. when at the very beginning, when she was doing like the acrobatics in the cage yeah. and you got that same feeling. And so I was, I was really impressed that they carried that into here, but then they deepened how you felt about her yeah. because now it's like, it, I'm on her side, right? It's kind of like Dexter, where it's, you have the serial killer who <laughs> you love and adore and you want them to win. Mm-hmm. 
by any means necessary and only better. Yeah, I felt like there was a line through the whole movie. It's like, how do you, how do we get someone to be on? Because all of the, all of the people in this movie are like killers and psychopaths. So how do you root for one of them? And so I think that they, in some ways, did a really good job at treading that line. In some ways, maybe not as, as effective, but I felt like for the most part, they tread that line really well. So like they could have just had her go in and like, fight all of these and not have it not have to kill them or like they she could have incapacitated them in in, in any in any way but i think having it having something fun like that and bringing in that part of her personality really did well for that line to make you like her even though she's in there like infiltrating this um if that you know whatever the right word is going in to like you know take this girl out of prison who definitely needs to be there um i don't know i think they did a really good job at making you like her for the way that they that she chose to do that Absolutely. and let's be honest she did get a pet and the oh, best hyena? Pet I bruce wayne the hyena yeah, she's all in his face like goo goo gaga it, and i loved her immediately <laughs> i just wanted a hyena and i'm like that's just a bad idea but i want one. that was awesome so did you guys notice that she took you know she has the j necklace that she rips off when she blows up the chemical plant and she throws it out the window mm-hmm. she switched and before you even learn that she named him bruce when she had a in the, yeah, when well, no, she had a dog tag, one of those bone dog tags that you can get at like Walmart and the <laughs> thing, and it had Bruce on it, and I didn't notice it till the second time we were watching it, and I was, and it, so they're in the grocery store stealing all the food, and she's with Cassandra Kane, uh-huh. and she comes out, and it showed a close up, and I saw Bruce, and I'm like, oh, that's funny, because I <laughs> you didn't notice I didn't it notice the first that. time, and she hadn't told you that she named him Bruce, but it, yeah, she replaced it with Bruce. That is amazing. I was like, that's awesome. I yeah, I just enjoy everything that they did with this. Now, one thing I didn't like, so let's go ahead and get some of those things out there. I was really confused. So when she gets captured and Siona smacks her in the face and she goes into this weird... Oh, yeah, where she's like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, whatever. like the diamonds yeah. are a girl's best friend. And I get the use of the song and it, it worked. And the scene was interesting, but I just felt... I was, to me, I was like, I don't understand why. I think it was because they're trying to... You know, the way that they had her narrate and how it's kind of bouncing back and forth. It was a little bit chaotic. I, I would imagine there, since she's the one that's narrating it, that they're trying to get you a little idea what's, what's going on in her brain. And to me, that scene was like, we're just going to take a quick break and I'm going to watch myself sing a little song. Oh, yeah, sorry. Back to the, back to the story anyway. And that's kind of what I, what I was, I thought it was that little, that little area. Well, and she kind of is that way, right? She is total like bright, shiny object. Holy shit. What's over there. And you saw the same thing. Like when they're at the very end, when they're getting dressed and they're pulling all the shit out and she's like, guys, we should get margaritas and pizza. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's deal with this first. Focus. But she just kind of pings everywhere. It's mm-hmm. true. No, that's a good point. Because I did have a note that I've ever since Westworld, when they start doing this timeline, weird, twisty shit, like I get a little, I'm like, oh, this is overused. But with her, it made sense because the whole movie's from her cracked brain. So mm-hmm. she's all over the place, which I enjoyed, and I didn't really think about it from yeah. that perspective. But then, of course, like there, there, that is another line where it's like, "How ping ponging, pongy should we be?" And you know, where is that line to where this is fun? We gonna get where her brain is versus what is this doing in the movie? This is confusing. But honestly, how many chicks have you talked to, and that's literally what we do. There's one in this room. I mean, for sure. Oh, for sure. But I am fucking <laughs> no, I, nuts like that. No, I, I'm telling you right now, as soon as you handed me this mic, I I did that in my brain. I was like, oh, 
<laughs> in my brain, yeah. holding this mic. Okay, back back to the podcast. Sorry, where did you want me to put this? I can legit be mid sentence and like start talking about something else, and then this dumbass over here is like, "Uh, so are you gonna finish that fucking story?" Oh, dude, dude. Or... Oh, I'm actually like that too. Oh, it, yes. I am terrible. Or I will, oh, man. it'll be like 10 minutes have passed, and then I will start that thought up again, talking to Nicole as if nothing has happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And when we first started dating, Nicole's like, what are you talking about? But right. the funny part of that is I knew what he was talking about, but I, w- I wanted him to realize that he had finished that thought 10 minutes ago, I'd, and he's I'd just now bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, he just, yes, and can, the bridge needs to be But that's kind <laughs> connected of how this movie here. goes. Like, that's, oh, that's but, how yeah. she thinks. And so I think they play really well into that, where it's it, she ping-pongs around everywhere, or she's like, oh, yep, nope, I've started this story. Wait a second. You don't know how we got there. Let me back yeah. up a bit. Uh-huh. Right? And I I loved it. I loved, like, the organized and the chaos about it. Like, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought she towed the line between sanity and insanity, like, super well. And yeah. don't you love how she explained crazy? So the, the little girl calls her crazy, and then she's like, six bucks for a bottle of water with a cucumber slice? Now that's crazy. <laughs> but she never outright says, nope, I'm not nuts. Right. I do like that she riddles, like you can see, because she was a psychologist or yeah. a psychiatrist, how she's constantly <laughs> psychoanalyzing everyone in the movie. Like it's so much fun where she'll be like, you know, speaking of revenge, rarely brings the catharsis we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, like, that's right? such a good <laughs> moment. When she goes off on uh, Sionis, where he's, he's talking about like how she, when he's trying to talk to her, and she's like, oh, just stop, just shut up. You're going to try to tell me that. And she goes, she's like, no, I really, you don't need scene. to. Yeah, it's, it's so much fun to watch her be outside of her mind for a minute. And then she breaks right down into stop and psychoanalyzes everyone in the room and then goes right back to, we should get pizza. <laughs> Honestly, probably the the most like girl power moment for me where I was like, get a girl was in the, I don't, I don't even remember the actual quote where she's in the the nightclub and someone says something to her and she's like, I have a PhD. And I was like, yes, you do girl. Yes, you do. And then she jumps on that guy's well, no, knees. It's after she broke oh my God. Legs. It was fantastic. Uh, she turned and then she sits on his lap. Yeah. <laughs> that's, he's like, will you sit down? And she goes, yes. And then Boom. snap. Oh. <laughs> sits down and then she switches couches. And that's when she's like, I have a PhD motherfucker. Sionis <laughs> walks over and is, yeah, it was great. Well, and she's done some really one. messed up shit. Like, oh, what What were all the things that were going across oh, the screen yeah, yeah. when Siona, when she's trying to figure out why Sionis wants to kill her? Yeah. Oh, and then this that's random right. shit floods I, across I have the bottom. Them all. Okay. So, and because I, I love these character cards. When people are trying to kill her and it's like grievance, uh-huh. what she did mm-hmm. to all of them. That was so his super just fun. Lists after <laughs> lists. So I have them all. You ready? Here we go. Mm. Disabled his driver, pronounced it espresso, have a vagina. <laughs> Voted for Bernie. Here's, here's my favorite one. Peed in his Brita. Oh, gross. Called him Romy. Stuck gum under his table. Stole the remote. Called him Queef Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Sold a family heirloom. Spoiled lots of movies. Stole his limelight. These are all like petty things. I know. Like, Super they just get worse. Left a floater. <laughs> uh, interrupted him once. Didn't laugh at his jokes, forgot to use a coaster, burped the alphabet, <laughs> trashed his bedroom, left the toilet seat down, <laughs> puked on his carpet, changed the channel, broke a window, ate his lunch, crashed his Rolls Royce, ripped a loud one, caused a ruckus, graffitied his car, and finally torched his paintings. 
Wow. That's the whole list. Wow. <laughs> I can't tell you how it was very difficult to find that list. <laughs> I feel like on that list, it's like a lot of, okay, some of those things are like psycho things. Um, but a lot of those things are just like a normal. Like a six-year-old lame, would do video. Like a six-year-old like, what year the fuck video. are you talking about? Like everybody doesn't pee in a Brita sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> like that would be one of those psycho things, but I don't know. A couple of those it. in there. Anyways, just like, you know, stupid silly prank type things that you know normal people might find themselves doing but psycho people take it a little bit farther and psycho people keep them on a list and then and then have them as you get to a certain point it's like all right and this is the number of things to mean that i will i want to kill you now well the fact that she can roll through them at will like (laughs) it's just fantastic perfect recall of everything she's ever done to someone except for the dude that she taught that she dared joker to tattoo the clown face on oh yeah was it Joker that she dared? Well, no, Joker yeah. did do it. Yeah, because yeah, it showed that's the one that showed the back of his head uh-huh. with the green. And then the one she couldn't remember was the guy that threw the bomb in her apartment at the end. And it's like, I don't know his name. And then the, the grievance was the uh, eggplant emoji with a lot, like a circle. <laughs> oh, that's it. right. <laughs> it's like, I don't know his name. But it's because he couldn't get it up. <laughs> and that's what the whole, I was like, oh, here we go. It was so good. And I loved, okay, so can we, like, when in the very beginning, when she's running away from all the bad guys and trying to get her way, and she, like she stops to to look at the like the shiny oh, yeah. fanny pack, yeah, with yeah. her sandwich, and then she loses the sandwich, and she's more pissed about the sandwich getting I ruined by the cop. That was another than she was anything else. And then like at one point, she's like, "Oh, Penny!" And then the <laughs> dude behind her oh. gets shot by Huntress. <laughs> oh, Penny. <laughs> I, speaking of the sandwich, I love that at the very end of this movie, when the cop comes back into the, she climbs through the window and she's like, you killed my sandwich and drop kicks her out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like for her to recall the fact that that's what she's pissed about. She's trying to bring you down and put you in jail and you kick her out the window because she ruined your breakfast sandwich. Like, I Dude, love that part. You can't oh. find a good breakfast sandwich everywhere. Let's just. It's very true. I did really really and truly feel for her when that sandwich. So I read a fun fact about that, and I don't know how true it is, but apparently the egg that they used in that was duck egg and not chicken egg because Margot Robbie is allergic to chicken egg whites. I did know she was allergic to chicken eggs because she was on uh, Hot Ones. Have you heard of this thing? Oh, the Hot Wings thing? Yeah, YouTube. And she talked about the fact that she was allergic to, to chicken eggs. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I love Margot Robbie so much. Me too. It's and I like what mm-hmm. she's done with this character. Like, and and oh. I love that she didn't let them put her in like a spandex thing. She had mm-hmm. a real voice about what I'm willing to wear, mm-hmm. and you're not going to put me in different things. But then, to your point earlier, right? She, they did bring in those like Harley Quinn specific things. So the yeah. roller skates or the like giant hammer thing that she uses at the end. So I, I love that she's like, nope, I have a voice. We're gonna do this. We're going to modernize it. It's going to be great. They even brought back the old outfit at the end. Like uh-huh. They pulled out that shirt. And, she and then goes, she's no, like, no, nope, that's sentimental. sentimental value. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> throws it back. And they even tie- I love that they tied with uh, Captain Boomerang, the wanted poster in the cot when she's walking out. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so there's a wanted poster. And as she's walking out of the room where the guy tells her where Cassandra Kane is, she goes, thanks, boys, and walks out. And she goes, I know that guy. And then (laughs) that was Captain Boomerang from the Suicide Squad. And I love that they make everybody, all the men look like douchebags, right? All the cops are idiots. The one cop that steals the credit. The Joker who looks like a complete douchebag because look at who you just gave up. Mind you, she's fucking nuts. But I mean, let's be honest. You really like the nuts. nuts. For sure. 
My favorite part of that scene is when she walks into that room with those cops, shoots one in the face, yeah. and then cocks her shotgun. And she's like, I'm looking for Cassandra. And everyone's like, yep, over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, no nonsense. I will shoot all of you in the face. Well, and I loved how they did that, too, because when she gets to that part, you just watched her devastate this hallway worth of cops, right? And then she walks in the room and they stop it, right? As she's shooting that mm-hmm. shot. And you're like, no, keep going. <laughs> but, and then they rewind it back. So I really enjoyed, I don't usually like the bouncing back and forth, yeah. but I did uh-huh. in this movie. Because mm-hmm. they stop you just in time to get you excited. And then you're like, bring me back to that. Because right. that was fun. Mm-hmm. Also had some great quotes in this movie. Because we like to do these quotes. So I wrote down a bunch. Speaking of the egg sandwich, it kind of grossed me out when she talks about the. So she goes, I don't know if it's the stray Armenian arm, arm hairs or that the cheese oh, yeah. is always six months out of date, but no one makes an egg sandwich like Sal. And I'm like, great. You have Armenian arm hairs in your egg sandwich. <laughs> and then you kicked a woman out of the window for it. Though, so, to be fair, like being from San Diego, some of the best Mexican food places are ones that you definitely can get botulism from. Oh, yeah. So I totally get the like hole in the wall so one time we went to Korean barbecue and I made him go and we got through the meal and it's this like one little old lady back in the back with a one pot burner brings out the best bulgogi I have ever had in my life. And I still dream about it to this day and I would still go back. And while we're paying behind the wall, crawling on the wall behind my head comes a cockroach and he's like, don't turn around, don't turn around. And then I like me who I'm a total germaphobe and I like things to be just so like what? It was delicious. We have to come back. Yeah, and I'm like, there's oh, not you're a willing to forego your germaphobe nature for this food? Oh yeah. my god, it was that good. Good for you. Yeah. What I'm are out. we doing after this? Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> where is this? You want to go place? get some cockroach legs? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in the car. No. In a um, bibimbap. Yeah. Yeah. That's she got Korean. She loves Korean barbecue, so that's where we were going. And I was so disturbed because her back's to the wall, and I watched this thing crawl up the wall. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, see, I just ate this food. <laughs> and it tastes really good, but that's, that's what, a cockroach. That's what makes it taste good. Probably. With the cockroach legs just sprinkled in there. So, we, uh, yeah, I can definitely relate to that thought. I think my favorite quote is when we're, we're getting to that point in the story where she's like, you know, they say that every good story starts at the beginning. And then it's like a sperm swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, too far? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's all dejected by it. She, fine. Fine. <laughs> I like when she tells a little girl, like, I'm just a terrible person, I guess. And then at the end, she's like, you make me want to be a less terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> Such a fun play on that, isn't it? Um, I, I do like, though, that Harley Quinn didn't really change all that much in the movie. And I think that, like, a lot of times you feel like the main character has to improve, even if they are, like, the anti-hero-esque type of character. They have to get a little bit better, move towards being better. Like, Harley Quinn didn't really. She basically started a mercenary service with a with a minor. Yeah, <laughs> like, but here's the thing is, I was I was not, ex- not wanting that. I was fully prepared to go in and see a bunch of psychopaths do whatever psychopaths do and i was like don't make my psychopaths do not turn them into heroes or else i will riot i know that these are crazy people i know (laughs) that they're villains keep them villains i just want to see them fight each other and like play the game of who's who's more likable no i totally look forward to the next harley quinn movie when she's got this little mini me with their own little mini fun gun Oh my god, oh, that, that little girl would be fucking phenomenal in that in that aspect. <laughs> you know what's funny is in the comics and all the cartoons and stuff, Cassandra Kane becomes Batgirl. 
And so she's oh, really? actually, she yeah, does. Yeah. But she's, so they completely changed her storyline. And I think for the better, oh, okay. Cause she's kind of a throwaway Batgirl. She's Batgirl for a short amount of time. And then someone replaces her. So I, I was okay that they changed it, but I was really confused when they announced it was going to be Cassandra Kane. I'm like, you're bringing Batgirl. So the way that they played her character and she becomes the sidekick of Harley Quinn, I thought that was fantastic. And that so, ending made sense of who she was. But is it bad of me? Like the whole entire time I was like, someone just gut this girl and get that diamond out. <laughs> That's true. She's is been that, like a bunch of psychopaths. It's true. right? Like, like not that I would personally do that, but I'm like, you're with a bunch of psychopaths. There's a diamond in you. Freaking get that thing out. That's what this whole movie is about is getting that diamond out. What are, what are we doing? You guys are all crazy people. Cut that girl open. Yeah, I mean, and the only to one take it to a dark possess. place. Like, could you imagine? imagine shitting out that diamond no like that's like shitting out a fucking wall (laughs) (laughs) yeah think about that for a second do you know how bad that would fucking hurt wouldn't that like do some damage i mean if it's tilted the wrong way yeah if it's tilted that's gonna yeah as long as the point came out first you'd be fine but if it came out perfect she's gonna get ripped up anyways so might as well yeah just cut the bitch open rather the knife and just not have it yeah it's bad of course i did laugh in the they were in the mexican restaurant at the end and she's like harley Get the colander. And I'm like, oh no, they're going to sit through this girl's shit. For the like, if this food doesn't get it through her, I don't know <laughs> yes. what will. Which I thought it was funny that they immediately went for like having her poop it out. Because I was like, why don't you just make her throw it up? Is it too far gone? No? I don't I mean, I don't know. That that's much faster. Hours. You can, you can, I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe. I like, don't. you could digest I'm not a biologist. in like six hours. Biologist, that's wrong. Yeah, that's, no a, that's the wrong word. I, I mean, that's, mean yeah. that's the next day. Right? Oh, yeah, fair. maybe. But it was certainly funny because they buy all that <laughs> X-Lax at the store. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, how has she not shit this thing out yet? Because <laughs> when they got her sitting on the toilet, she's duct taped to the toilet. It's hysterical. <laughs> I love that. I love that so <laughs> and much. It, it was like such an overdone tape job. Like, <laughs> like her arms are it all taped to her elbows. And her legs can't even move. It's like she's so strapped to this toilet. And it took forever to cut her loose. I was like, that's a lot of duct tape. But I was saying, I seriously was like, has she seriously not gotten rid of this thing? And then the very end, they tell you, no, she hasn't. Like, that's some serious Someone take stomach. that girl to a doctor. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I loved her name calling too. Like she, what'd she call uh, Sionis? Mr. Face Peely Pants. <laughs> and then uh, she called, when the, the weapons were gone. So she opened up that cupboard in the in the booby trap and they were all gone. And she goes, you, you slimy jizz nozzle. He yeah. took them all. I'm like, Wow, I love these names. So, because I I make up names like that sometimes. He does. And then, oh, what was it? she called? Sionis, you trust a farian fuckbag? Where do you come up with this shit? And then I love when they're explaining uh, what's her face, the huntress's backstory, and she's like, "Yeesh kebab." Yeesh. <laughs> That's some childhood trauma, right there. <laughs> What's funny is I like the Huntress actress better in Gemini Man than I, I did yeah. in this movie. I know. I think for, like I said, I was like, because because of the lack of like character development and also because a lot of the girls in the Birds of Prey came in like the very end of the movie, like the Birds of Prey part was kind of near the end, that I didn't care about them as as much. But I, for Ewan McGregor and for the Gemini Man girl, like I was like, all, all about them because it's like I love you guys I saw you in Gemini Man and you were awesome and you were the only redeeming bad quality of that movie and so that was that was the 
probably the only thing that made me like interested in in her, but the character as it, by itself didn't didn't really. Do That's because none me. of you like socially awkward motherfuckers. Like it wasn't that. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I'm just gonna start staring at all of you <laughs> and not thinking. <laughs> To get you used to it. In my brain, when this was happening, I was like, I did not notice that. I was like, I mean, perfectly fine. I'm talking to you. You're talking to me. We're making eye contact. And there are perfectly fine ways to break eye contact and bring it back. I don't know. Well, here, you're breaking eye contact. I'm still staring. (laughs) So just know that. You just haven't realized yet that she's still staring. (laughs) You know who was creepy? Sorry. No, go ahead. You know who was creepy? Like, I'm not not kidding. Staz, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris Messina super super creepy and it took me the entire movie to place him and it wasn't until i left when i figured out that he was from newsroom and i'm like i know that voice i know that voice i know that voice and then i placed him and i'm like holy shit they did a fucking phenomenal job with the makeup because i could not recognize him and i've seen that series a hundred times at least oh my god but the makeup alone and and across all the characters Mm -hmm. oh yeah those makeup artists are seriously top notch. Yeah. Like I, it, it was amazing to be able to see the transformations that they had. Yeah, and all the visuals are cool. I like the, the to your point there. I like the transition from. So it was really interesting when you think about we're here in Harley Quinn's mind, right? Mm-hmm. So at the very beginning, when they're going through the breakup scene, it's always at night. It's really dark. There's some weird shit going on, right? Then it gets really colorful for the rest of the movie yeah. where she's having fun. She's enjoying herself. Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that. That's a really good point. And actually. then at the end, when they go to the booby trap, she's in a dark place. She's feeling shitty about herself. The, Asian, the little Asian restaurant guy just turned her in. She's getting ready to betray this little girl. And now it gets all, and they go, and it's dark. It's night again. It's all foggy and creepy. And there's no color hardly at all except when they're doing they're fighting yep it's when they start fighting all of a sudden and it's really when they like they get into the chest and once they've been in the chest and she's back to harley quinn Mm -hmm. like it it totally turns and it gets all bright and crazy and fun again yeah and seriously that going down the slide and her creepy little laugh and she's like this way i I will legit have nightmares about that that was awesome (laughs) follow me and then she does the like oh Oh, it was was crazy so good i love they're like when did she have a chance to put on rollerblades oh yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) when did she have a chance for a shoe change yeah yeah. (laughs) she's totally just all these like roller skates and even though it's so unrealistic, it's so much fun to watch her get drugged behind a motorcycle. Oh, that was awesome. Are you shitting me? That Swing was the- me. Yes. <laughs> and then she does the backflip over the front of the car and lands. It was so good. Kicks that dude in the face with the roller skates. I was like, oh, that, that'll fuck you up. All right. So I think we've reached the point in the podcast where we're going to rate. I don't know if I told you to. So we do a five-point scale. You can do halves. You can't be like Javier and try to throw in four points. I mean, you can try. And- I will. I will shut you down (laughs) on that. So you can do halves, um, but no, no really weird four point eights, four point nines, like Javier tried to do with John Wick. It deserved a four point eight. It deserved a five, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) She may like that movie more than you do. Hell yeah! A guy gets revenge for his dog getting killed. That's what I said. I know, but then you tried to make it about his best friend, and I was was just making the point that it makes sense (laughs) why he got a little more erratic. His day just got that much worse. To bring it up, John Wick, I feel like there were a couple of John Wick esque elements in Birds of Prey. Like, they killed her hyena, and now she's got to run away from all these assassins. Anyway. Way to bring us back on track. Thank you. You're so welcome. I love the hyena, I do, too. When he just, like, laughs the one time in the background, and he actually is 
is laughing while uh-huh. they're laughing at the TV. Well, as I say, they do this like sequence. The Cassandra laughs, then Harley laughs, and, and then, then the he hyena laughs. Does. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is like perfect. <laughs> All at some weird God TV damn. show. All right, so we'll go, like I said, five rate scale, and then we talk about whether you'd go see it again or not. Casey, we'll start with you. Hell yeah, Casey. I would probably give it, I'd probably give it a four. I would see it again, but I would see it again for like Zaz and Margarabi and then the Canary, but Mm. the rest of them I could do without. Nicole? I'm like really the same. I would give it a four because I would see it again for some specific characters, mostly Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, because that was super fun. Um, if I'm in the mood for just wanting, watching Harley Quinn throw her glitter rounds, and um, that I would, that, yeah, four out of five for me. I hit the nail. Javier, I think I'm going to give it a four and a half because you would. <laughs> it's Margot Robbie. Great acting, uh, really fun colors, and if you just want to watch just mayhem. Like Joker type mayhem with a better actor than Jared Leto. Like this is the movie for sure. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. I give it a four and a half as well. Um, my half point comes from her use of the bat. Oh, which yes. bounces it off the floor. Called goodbye. Is that face. what the bat is called? Well, yeah. So the wooden bat has goodbye on it, but then she has that metal bat in the police station that she finds. Oh, right. She bounces it off the floor, hits a dude in the face, catches it, then turns around and breaks this dude's legs three times. Yes. I was like, that's perfect use of a bat. That so for the so bat cool. alone, I give it a four and a half. I forgot about that. What a cool scene. Oh, yeah. That whole police. I the could watch police that station. police station scene a million times. Me too. It's amazing. Man. I love it. So yeah, four and a half for me. It's a good rating. Good movie overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd watch it again. Absolutely. I would. In fact, I would be like, let's go watch it right now. It's it's yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. So There you go, guys. Javier. Hmm. I'm about to call you out and see how much you remember. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to re- remember this. Yeah. Where can they find us, Javier? Okay. So you guys can find us on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, and Twitter, Twitter at What's Our Verdict. Mm-hmm. You can also email us at hosts at What's our verdict.com. So I have a question on that. If I want you guys to review a specific movie, could I email you at that address or reach out via Twitter or Facebook or all of them? Insta, right? Yeah. Did I hear? Yeah. yeah. So I if I want you to say, I don't know, what's like Magic name? Mike? Yes. <laughs> Why would you that? Do has that? to happen. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's Jenny Tatum. Can we get you some really terrible ones? Like, isn't it romantic? Um, but if I want to force you to watch something stupid or silly or one that I think is great, like I can just email you and you'll do it. Oh, bring it on. Awesome. I'm so game. Yeah, we would love that, actually. Yeah. We welcome that. Because we get we do have a hard time picking sometimes. So we'd love to have Yeah, I don't know if you've them. noticed it's been predominantly action movies because we are four dudes in our twenties. Well Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Three dudes in our twenties, one in his fifties. Whoa, fucker. <laughs> Close enough, it feels like sometimes. <laughs> um, no, we have done a lot, actually. I think I was the only one to bring anything different when we did uh, Larry, Larry Crown. Crown. Wait, and who got you into Larry Crown? Oh, oh that was right. definitely Casey. That was the ah, magic so kind of Casey's mine. a backbone of this podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, just so you know, half the movies that I would recommend us to watch that I'm like, oh, you're going to hate this movie, they come from her. I didn't and hate I Larry Crown. No, I know you didn't. Yeah. I could tell I when you really listen to podcasts. Hate Batman. <laughs> I either went really great there it ones is! or really oh, bad ones. There it is. Oh, yeah. We're married. I love it. It's a good time. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Well, not, not shit now. <laughs> yeah, because a Jurassic Park reference came into play and oh. boom, shut everything down. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, those are all the places that you can find us. Please reach out. Um, also, 
You can find us where all podcasts are found, all your fine podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, right. um, Podchaser, Spotify. Oh, yeah. Big Spotify. We're definitely on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify is our big one. But you can also go to our website at www.whatsourverdict.com. You can listen there um, as well as provide feedback. We'd love some ratings on iTunes or follow us on Spotify. Check out our sister podcast, uh, What's Our Verdict TV. We are starting Westworld. So we're going to watch and review it. That'll be coming out on Wednesday. So a couple days after our movie releases. So it gives you a chance to listen and, and uh, hear a review of each episode and see what's going on with Westworld. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we appreciate coming out for this episode. Our two lovely co-hosts. Thanks. It was fun. Yeah, it was welcome. fun. Thanks for listening. It was awesome. We'll have to do it again. Sorry Absolutely. for the swears. Yeah, come on, Casey. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Bye. Oh, yeah, and that's the way.